Hey guys, what's going on there? And welcome back to the Side Monkey Podcast. I am one of the co-hosts here, Matthew Angelo Sobolski, better known nowadays as Necropolis, with the Scrubs, aka Amanda Maldunsky. Let's go. Yeah, that's it. Amanda Maldunsky. Let's leave it at that. No, <laughs> I mean nothing. <laughs> the ongoing nothingness of life. That is COVID. We get released a little bit by nice weather and then it gets freezing cold again because it's mm-hmm. Buffalo. Yeah. And are you aware that it's going to snow this Saturday? Saturday? Hmm. Oh, cracker. Mm-hmm. Um, that's freaking great. Why? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel question. like you're a weatherman. Can you tell me this is contact? Just get Mother Nature on the line. See if we can. We could pull her up. Maybe she can come on on our Zoom call. Yeah. You want to be a guest, Mother Nature? Can you tell us what the F is going on? Like, we're not dealing with enough. You also want to throw a snowball in there? Yeah. And it may stick, is what they're saying. It's going to stick? Yeah. Uh, There's so many beautiful flowers today. You know what? I have to start with this. Today, on my walk, I was so excited because I love, you know those flowers that look like bells? Upside down bell. Well, not not upside down. An upside down bell would be a cup. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But they look like bells, and they're little blue bells. Mm -hmm. I saw so many, and I nearly lost my damn mind. My dog was like, there must be a squirrel. And I was like, there's not a squirrel. There's just these little bell flowers. So freaking beautiful. Um, And they're little, so you have to, like, be paying attention to see them. Made my day. So I took a picture, of course, for Instagram. Some people post pictures of food, like, if that's your jam, get excited. Yeah. I was like, little bluebell flowers. Yeah. Um, I thought I made your day when I released the podcast. From oh, that too. So <laughs> when you're like a week and a half late on releasing a podcast, that's also exciting. <laughs> so sorry, it's been a while, guys. You know, I like to keep you guessing. The zingers yeah. are coming today. You're, you got them. Yeah. You're going to hear this. <laughs> this might be, re- is it November? Is that when you're hearing this? It might be snow. You're like snow, yeah, duh. Because it's November. Not uh, May. This was recorded in May. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, folks, I'm going to do my best to get this out in a few days. Uh, and can you describe what few means to uh, the audience here, Macropolis? I'm gonna for some problem. of us, it means a tiny amount. Yeah. But when you're. <laughs> Two days was has turned into about seven. Yeah, but I'm gonna shoot for three. Yeah, few, right? Few days, three days. Yeah, I always struggled with that. Few, I don't know. Two's a couple. No judgment. Oh, oh, I didn't even. I thought I was referring back to the what did you talk about last week because I always forget. So I thought I was hitting it back to you. Well, well, what did we talk about last week? Oh, I don't know, cracker. We talked about accepting blame. Yeah. <gasps> I did it. I or did a gold star for today. Yeah, same thing. Oh, what? What? What did you say? I said, or accepting responsibility. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man, I got that out of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fiery today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must have been that trip to Walmart. Yeah, I did go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right. 
No, apologize to me. I've been there. Drive me nuts. <laughs> Apologizing to myself. Wow. <laughs> well, future self that's going to listen to this in November. Walmart will be a completely different place by then. You'll actually be allowed inside. I just do the drive-through pickup. Like load it up. Gotta go. Yeah. I actually feel like I'm like a foreman. <laughs> like load up the back. Got other places to be. <laughs> Makes me feel powerful. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I bring the dog too, so I look powerful. Like I pretend like I'm in like I don't know some big ass truck, like a Chevy pickup truck, and I'm like load up, guys. Not too much in the back. You don't want that <laughs> the tailgate to be loaded down. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Good choice of words. Yeah. Single white female, like <laughs> with a uh with a little with a North Face and Uggs on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You got it. Boots load with the bird. Load that shit up. With your Starbucks up front. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You are. You're legit. There's no doubt. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we talked about accepting responsibility and the blame game and all that stuff. We talked about how it works in relationships. And then we talked about a uh, really good song, right? We both uh, had a man in the mirror. Oh, yes. MJ. Uh, we MJ, talked about yeah. that. Yeah, and, and it was in your book, which I'm sure everybody has downloaded now. Did you, are you all of a sudden famous? You signed yeah. a book club? Yeah, Oprah called me and uh, wants me. Your bestseller book club? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, okay, well, I'll get a funny story about this. So I have, and I'll show you right here. This is, you see this backpack? Yes, I see it. Other people don't. Oh, is that an Oprah network? O-W-N is owned. And uh, what I also have in my basement is a very expensive wine. Cutout? Yeah, uh, this is a cutout wine decanter set. Uh, because I knew she likes wine. So when my book was uh, out and released, um, somebody I was working with at the time had an idea to send, you know, send something that she would, you know, not just the book for her to read and be part of her book club, but, you know, something that she can use. One was the backpack that I had engraved with that OWN. The other was a wine set engraved with the OWN in the decanter and on the wine glasses. And this again was not a cheap set at all. Set me back quite a bit. Shipped it out to uh, her studio in California and paid that. It was a hundred dollars just to ship everything out there in hopes that she would read uh, my book. Yeah. And it got sent back. They didn't even keep it. I'm surprised one of her staff didn't keep it. Yeah, they didn't even know. They probably thought it was like a freaking bomb or something. It was. Don't say bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then finally, I'm like, well, maybe I'll resend. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not spending. I already spent. I'm talking hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars. How many? Uh, Just kidding. Six hundred. Holy shit! Yeah. And uh, by the way, guys, this is an explicit episode. (laughs) Don't worry. I always I hit that when I when I load it. Um, But yeah. I looked up the address to the uh, to the Oprah Win, you know, the OWN network, and um, yeah, I came back. I wasn't going to spend another hundred to ship it out, only to get sent back. Yeah, that was my attempt at having her, you know, read the book. And then there was also like this, rather than doing like a card, there was this you know, where I'm over here. 
Um, it was like a foldable, almost looked like a, a tablet that you would open up. And it was like, instead of a calling card, like in having a business card, it was literally a calling card. Like there was a video that I put in there, my whole reason on writing the book and how it came about and hopes that you would read it. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, um, I never made it to that book club, the Oprah one. That sucks. Um, I'm in a book club. Okay. Pitch it. We are very specific though on what books we read. So I might if you sent me a wine set though that was six hundred dollars, I guarantee I'll read that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have that wine set in my basement. Um I'll read a great review on Amazon. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll be very wordy. I'll yeah. share it on Facebook. Yeah. Send Good. that dollar wine opener to me i don't even drink wine anymore by the way oh, I know. just up on my shelf where i would just be like and this is what i got yeah a little crystal something or another and yeah yeah hmm. so. it's a shame i'm also a minimalist so i would keep it for probably like two months and I'd be like what am i gonna do with this trash <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely not sending it to you. I'm sending that it's going down to my grandkids, kids, shit like that. We're gonna stay in there. And oh, like, yeah, I like Oprah. Own what? Huh? Yeah. Own wine. Got it. Done. Yeah. They'll be like, party, party at our house. Own <laughs> what great Graham's doing. Just sending out wine sets and backpacks. Yeah. At some point, I'm like, well, screw it. I'm just going to use the backpack. And as of right now, I've got a $500 wine set in my basement, still in the box. Fragile must be Italian. But that, uh, anyway, <laughs> the, uh, we need to talk about. Uh, I'm going with the jokes today. Bad jokes all the way. All right. Yeah. First one, we'll keep it tally. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, what do we got on the docket for today there, Scrubs? Uh, judgment. Not the, not the final kinds. No, no. We don't want any of that. No. We're going to talk about judging others because I think that at the beginning of all of this, we saw a lot of people saying, we are in this together. We are a united front. We all get it. We're all going through this. Uh, there's a lot of heart and soul out there. We feel your pain, feel my pain. I see you. I hear you. And um, lately, I am seeing, and I don't know if you're seeing this as well, Matt, a lot of, um, if you don't do it my way or how I'm interpreting the message that's being said by whoever, and we're all hearing different messages. It depends what you're searching for. So that'll be part of our conversation as well, I think. The message that's being delivered to you and how you're interpreting it, then we're judging other people for how they're following that message. When really it comes back to your truth, and how you're honoring that. So I think we need to just talk about that a little bit and how we need to respect one another and their own truth. Because I don't know your truth and I don't know what's going on for you right now. And therefore, how can I judge your actions or your words or what's happening? 
I don't know that. And I don't know the backstory. I don't know the current story. I don't know the future story. And you don't know that about me. So I think it's really beneficial for us to just chat about that and touch that. And then that carries over to all the time. Because there are plenty of times that I hear people just think they can jump into a conversation or jump into uh, a situation and add their two cents. And, and I've done this. Mm -hmm. I don't, this does not come from a place of like me being high and mighty. I've definitely jumped in and said, oh yeah, here's what I have to say when I have no freaking clue what I'm talking about based on whatever's going on. Yeah. I think when this all started, you're right. When it all started, there was, and same thing, any sort of tragedy, right? The country's going to stand behind one another. But I think with this in particular, there is even there, I think there's been some separation from the start, right? I think there's been those that think nonsense and then and then others you know everyone this the sentiments in the beginning was this is like the flu and the flu kills this many people and yada 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 and then as the death toll started going up or they started seeing people affected by it uh that sentiment kind of changed and you were right there was all over um social media platforms the you, you know united we are and and very much uh banding together and like you had said i have seen Kind of the the parting of the seas, if you will, like that has has happened, and there's there's definitely I think even more than a couple sides to it, right? So there's a few different fronts that you could be on, but there's definitely the point now where people are beginning to judge, and and you're seeing that, mm -hmm. yeah. And again, just some self reflection. Why why am I feeling this way? And why do I feel a need to put, to add comment or to put my words out there? Because if I'm feeling that need, am I feeling threatened? Am I feeling unsafe? Threatened, unsafe, very similar. Uh, am I feeling like I'm being judged? So is that why I have to add comment to what's happening? Um, am I feeling really right? I'm feeling mightier than thou kind of thing. So that's why I need to add. Um, so I, I think that's what generated this kind of conversation of where are we in the stands? Or do you really feel like that viewpoint does need to be shared for some sort of safety or awareness for other people? And if you are sharing it, are you then willing to take feedback or judgment from other people in a respectful way where you're willing to have conversation. Because I think sometimes people share um, opinions, thoughts, beliefs, and things like that, but then they don't wanna hear what other people have to say because then they feel judged. But is it being judged or are people then sharing opinions and that makes you feel that way? Because I think sometimes we get that confused. Sure, most for the most part, there's, there's bias. We are biased in our opinions and our beliefs, and some hold very, very true, and, and they have a good stronghold on on those biases. And, and like you had said, there are just many are unwilling to hear the other side of the, of the story. Mm -hmm. so very much. This is what I believe. You can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and convert you or convince you, or I don't want to hear this or that. And and again, just like you had said, I am by no means. I am guilty of all of the above. Uh, I am very aware, though, of if I do end up passing judgment on on somebody because I've been judged before, um, given my past and my history. And if that's all you heard was from somebody else, 
you know, then they really wouldn't know who I was. And yeah. so why would, why do you think now we're starting to see the, the judgments? Why do you think this is coming about? Uh, I think people are getting edgy. I think people are getting sick of staying home. They want to get out. They're starting to challenge this new norm. So it's, we're getting back to because this is the new norm now and it's not okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go back when things first happened mm -hmm. it was march 15th you're not going out anymore stay at home done everything shut down closed you have nowhere to go at that point we all had to switch the script and figure it out so what did we do? We all banded together because we were all trying to figure out new norm. So it was, I'm unsteady. I'm uneasy. You are too. Let's come together collectively and admit that we all were willing to admit it and say, this sucks. We said the world sucks together and in that embraced each other. And over the next couple of weeks, we were willing to say, this sucks. How are we going to fix it? And we were looking collectively for solutions because we were all trying to fix it together. It was like when you see like someone's house burns down and all of a sudden a GoFundMe page goes up and strangers are willing to contribute. That's kind of how it was. Mm -hmm. World was burning down, so to say. And we were all collectively like, how are we gonna build ourselves up together? I think right now it's come to the point that it uh, we all are, the house is being built, but it's, everyone's having opinions about how to build the house. So I wouldn't put that faucet in that bathroom. I wouldn't put that door there. So because of that, all of those opinions are now starting to conflict because of the way we're going to do it. We're starting to talk about the way we're going to put the world back together. And that's starting to flare up for us. And that's making people uneasy because we all have opinions about how it can be when we go back. I have opinions about how I think the world should be. You have opinions about how the world should be. Um, we all have opinions about how to come back out of this. Should the doors be open and all of a sudden we all just flood back out? Maybe. Maybe that's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should come back out in phases like they're talking about. Uh, maybe. For the next year, we should all stay inside and protect ourselves and not be released. Who knows? Because we've never been here before, right? This is not a reality that any of us have crossed. If we had crossed it before, we would know what we're doing, but we don't. So that's why it's all, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think. And that's where we're starting to butt heads. But again, at first it was that let's come together and, and do this. D did I make sense? No, you lost me. No, absolutely, you made sense. <laughs> um, you always do. I was in the bathroom with the faucet. You thought that other faucet, didn't you? Yeah, I was. I was waiting you for that. Faucet. You want to do pee in the toilet? I bet. I want. I would never. Well, I wouldn't pee in the toilet. That would. That would <laughs> but anyway, way, way up. The analogy that you had was very correct with that house because you're getting people that know nothing about plumbing talking about how we should plumb. Right. And, and, and where but they might know how to garden. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So everyone's trying to talk about things that they don't know about, but they might know something about something else, but everyone's trying to like come together 
and offer opinions about places and things that, like you said, we might know about, but we don't, but we're all offering opinions about and stuff we have no idea. Everyone's entitled to, to their opinion. And, Absolutely. And, and what you're getting is a lot of people who want to have their opinion heard, but, but are unwilling to hear somebody else's opinion. Right. And so that's where, you know, great subject matter for, to talk about was judgment and bias because judgment usually comes from one's bias, one's bias in their beliefs and, and what they think and feel, whether it be political, religious, or, or you name it. That's where oftentimes judgment will come from. What you know or what you've seen or what you've inherited, the beliefs that you've inherited lead to your judgments, right? Yeah. And if your grandparents are talking a certain way, maybe you are, I mean, whatever. But yeah, I mean, you're, everyone was in the beginning, it was just rallying around. And now, part of me, I think it's just human nature where we've been quarantined and contained for so long that people are literally losing their minds. Like there's a reason why you see so many things going on about mental health and mental health and mental health and mental health and mental health because it's reality. And, and it, there is a big debate. I think a lot of the judgment comes because there is a big debate be between getting back to work, getting back to normalcy so that people get on with their lives and in safety and, and you're getting two sides. Some people are like, no, there's nothing more important than death. You know what I mean? Like you're going to yeah. kill people. And then there are others like, what's the point? I, I can't, I can't provide for my family, this, that, and the other thing. And, and there's a guy that I follow, um, uh, value tainment, Patrick, David. Um, and he had, a, he said it, you know, very good about the mental health and, you know, unemployment and what unemployment does to, you know, death rates. And they, they, they escalate because, People being unemployed and they have heart attacks and stress that goes along with that. And so there is, you know, and it, the it, the way that he put it, like the, the the rich have no problem. The poor are living better than they ever have. And the middle class are struggling beyond. And, and we are predominantly a middle class nation. And you've got you've got the two worlds. The rich are are going to be fine. They're business owners or whatever. They're wealthy. They're OK. They've done they've the planning and they've got enough to, to withstand. Right. And then you've got the the poor who are making more than they ever had. And then you've got the middle, which is, again, the, the big part of America that, that's struggling. But you've got all these kind of different viewpoints. And I think one of the, the, the judgments and one of the, the conversations or debates is that getting the economy going so that people can have a living and earn income in small business, which drives the, the country, can go back. And, you know, the, the quote unquote, you know, that of it. Yeah. And just to jump on what you were saying, I think you were speaking to economics because I think yeah. that they may have it okay. They may be doing well economically, but what they might not be doing well with, like you said, mental health wise, yeah. family situations, like they're still, we're all dealing with the same stuff. Um, family relationships, trying to, um, children what we're trying to deal with as far as education like when they canceled school for the rest of this year oh. i can't imagine i don't have kiddos um but you know my niece uh my boyfriend's son like what what that does to those kids not being able to see their friends and hopefully soon they'll be able to at least see their friends mm -hmm. and i know some people are already in you know incorporating friendships back and and family friends and um, family relationships, but that is 
devastating to those children. Mm -hmm. Um, And like not having the graduation ceremonies to adults, college students, college students who are graduating with law degrees, master's degrees, and you know, whatever it is, this is a big deal that people celebrated this, the huge celebrations that people uh, wanted marriages. My friend had to schedule her wedding. It's hard enough to schedule a wedding. Now she's rescheduling and trying to coordinate everything that she already did. And she's asking me about, do these dates work? And I was like, sweetie, do what you need to do and we will make it work around you. But that is your day. It is the stuff that is being moved and changed in this world for these people, whether you're poor, middle class, rich, it's stuff that everyone is dealing with. Mm-hmm. So on, on on top of the economic stuff, it's it's a lot for everyone on on no matter what your socioeconomic class. Yeah. You look and you talk about like all the things that had my wife keeps saying, I'm so grateful that we did it in 2019 that we got married. Can you imagine all the work that goes into planning a wedding for over 280 people or some people that have even bigger weddings or, or even small weddings, Just any wedding, there's a lot, you know, or the fact of, you know, how do you coordinate daycares? Cause one parent's working, one's not, or both parents are working and, and, and only, you know, healthcare or essential workers can, can take their kids to daycare. And you've got these, the kids who, I mean, now you're talking about putting them in, in summer school. Like they didn't ask for this. Like, you know, they're still in school and all and what you're going to pay. So there's so many dynamics that are in play right now. And there's no very little answers. And I think that, that, that's a huge problem. Yeah. The biggest problem is there's no answer. There's no guidelines to, to doing to, to anything. And when you have uncertainty, when you have unknown, right, when you don't know, think of, and, and I always use this example. I love my father to death. But he's not technological, technologically savvy by any means. And I'm the same way. Like I get frustrated as shit. Right? I can't figure out how to figure out my website. I'm literally ballistic, head ready to blow off. This is the stupidest thing in the world. It's because I don't know how to do it. Right? So I don't understand. And lack of understanding or knowing causes frustration. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have right now is a ton of unknowns. Right? When are my kids going to be able to go, you know, go back. Now that they can't go back, you're going to open back up work, right? So maybe after some, some places of the country already are open. Now you've got people that are uh, going back to work or they're going to go back to work or supposedly go back to work, whatever that is, but the kids aren't going back to school. Yeah. You got to, so there's, there is to what we're talking about, which is the, 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 the kind of sides of the coin and the judgment that's going on right now about, things and the way things are going or where you believe they should be. A lot of that's coming from the fact that there's just no answers. Yeah. What, how do, so you, what would you say to this? I mean, how do people not judge, right? How can, how do we not judge when, for example, let's take one that's, that's probably a big one, right? Mm-hmm. You got to wear a mask to go in places, right? Mm-hmm. This is one that you and I have talked about. You see it all over. Somebody goes somewhere, they don't have a mask on. They are mother effing that person. Maybe not to them. Some are bold enough to do it. Most will not. And then they'll go to social media and just blast this person who they don't name because they don't know. But still, the point of what we're discussing today is judgment. Um, is that a fair judgment? Is that 
Yeah, I, and that's exactly what brought me to thinking about this topic is I've had a couple conversations and I've seen this on social media. First of all, I know that people are wearing masks because they're at risk usually. Well, I mean, first of all, everyone has to if you're out and you're going to be social in situations where you're going to be around people. So you're going to Walmart and you're going inside or um, you're going to be in a park that's busy. you got to wear one, I guess. Um, I guess I say, I guess. Don't judge me. Um, but I, I, and I also know that people feel really at risk if they are someone who is <laughs> has a high potential to get it. So, you know, you have some sort of lung disorder, you, um, you're older, you have people in your home who might get it. So you're wearing that to protect the people that you love. And you don't want someone else putting you at risk for that. Hey, I respect that. And I get that. And you see someone walk in who's not wearing one and you're like, you stupid m and why aren't you wearing that? Because mm-hmm. you're putting everyone that I love at risk. You know, it's tough because do they ask yourself a few questions? Do they not have the means to get one? Did they try? And maybe they don't know where to get one. Maybe they're there at that store to get one mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to. Maybe they don't know how to how to make one at home. Like, oh, they could go online and learn how to make one and they could do all this stuff. Maybe they don't have the capacity to learn that. And it's really easy to judge and say it's easy, but it's not easy for everyone. It's not. So don't put that out there. Yeah, maybe they are just, I don't give a shit and I'm going to come out here and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And even if you talk to them, it's not going to change their mind. So you, guess what? You talking to them is only going to infuriate them more and is only going to make them angry. It's only going to make you angry. So what is the point of that conversation? Nothing. We talked about relationships a couple weeks ago. And when you raise your voice, they're going to raise their voice up, 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 up. There was literally a security guard who was just shot and killed at, I think it was Walmart or it was somewhere, who suggested to someone and how the news describes it might be different than how the situation occurred. Well, sure. Affronted someone and said, you need to wear a mask. And their family members, two of the family members shot the security guard. He died. Okay. So do you want to put yourself in a situation where you're getting in a confrontation with a stranger that you don't know? Why? Why do that? You don't know them. You don't know what they're bringing to the table. I'm not going to do that. Well, in that situation, it was the security guard's job to say, hey. It was the security guard's job. So that's the first thing. He was doing what he had to do. But why would I approach someone who I don't know? I don't know what's going on with them and say, you're not wearing a mask. Do you know you're supposed to wear a mask? Uh, that's the regulation. For what? Mm-hmm. To, to make them mad? To get in their face? No, yeah. I'm not going to do that. And again, I don't know why they're not. And then to go home and blast them on social media, the blind comments and blind attacks of people, where does that get me? Yeah. Does that push me up somewhere? Does that get does that um get me any sort of validation? Yeah, I might have some friends who are like, yeah, go you, awesome, make a stance, make make a statement. But for what? Yeah. Am I gonna inspire other people to wear masks? I don't think so. 
the person who's not wearing a mask isn't going to look at my post and be like, yeah, she's right. I should wear a mask. No, other people are just going to get angry with me. And then more angry people create more angry people. Yeah. So maybe I need to come home and reflect on why I'm angry. I'm angry because I'm scared. Okay, let's talk about that. Why am I scared? I'm scared because of my family. Okay, let's go back into that. I'm scared because of my family. My family might get sick. Okay, let's go deeper into that and go into my own self because that's what's creating that judgment. Not that other person, myself. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. That, that's, you know, the the individual. So what what is that? Where does that stem from? You know, the ultimate, you know, the rage comes from fear, being afraid, like you say, being afraid of what could happen, right? And there's, you know, the feeling of obviously, you know, you're not being dis you're not being respectful. I'm listening and putting my mask on and you're not, right? And so, you know, there's there's some of that, that that goes on. And we're not sitting here saying either one of the parties is right, right? No. We're it, it, but it is, it's very it's very easy to judge. We're being told all these things. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And I found myself like looking at people like this person don't have a mask on. What the, f what the, f yeah. and not that I'm going to, I'm not going to go out of my way to say anything. Am I afraid? No, I just, it's not worth my time. And, and to your point, what does it solve? Right. Is it solving anything? Is that perpetuating a solution to the problem that we're all facing? No, it just creates more. Let's lead into what what is the big thing that you and I talk about a lot is energy. You ask me, am I going to open in June 1st? I'm putting that energy out there that June 1st, we are open for business. Mac Fitness opening June 1st. Right? Make your appointments. Yes. But yeah. uh, that's the energy. You know, what energy is that? The person that goes back to the Facebook, the book of face, and uh, goes in, in, in blasts that person puts that energy out there, that negative energy is picked up. And again, that's the downside of, of social media is everyone can have an opinion, everyone can put their thoughts, and it just perpetuates this, this negative energy, uh, which really uh, is what judgment is. It's putting negative energy out there. And it's a very easy thing to do. It's very easy to pass judgment. Yeah, Once and again, I do it. Like, I don't want to make oh. it sound Oh, Amanda doesn't pass judgment. Are you kidding me? And when I'm out there and I don't have my mask on, I take my dog for a walk sometimes midday and I don't have my mask on and I feel people looking at me and I'm like, don't you look at me. I'm not wearing my mask. I'm going to breathe this air and I'm going to walk around. I'm going to suck it in. And I'm going to spit back out, what? but I'm not near anybody. So I also that feel like I have that right. That is <laughs> But today when I went to Walmart, oh gosh, I'm best at my bangs again. <laughs> um, when I, today when I was at Walmart and I saw the girl walking out with her mask on, I was like, I'm just at pickup and I don't know how close she's getting to the car. I didn't have my mask on at first, but I was like, I better put this on because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Supposed to in quotes, because what are the rules? So I'm going to throw my mask on quick so that I don't offend anybody and so that i'm safe whatever safe is right now too because is this protecting me i hope so but i don't know yeah. i don't i shouldn't say that but um so i did it so i put my mask on um my dog didn't have a mask on i hope she didn't get it yeah i mean there's just yeah and we can go on and on i mean at first it was like 
no, it can't be past your animals. And then it's like, oh no, it can be. And it has, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Well, I was just kidding. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, there's, there's, they said like the first dog died due to COVID. Oh, so did a tiger. So. And a tiger. And like, uh, couldn't be passed to, to, to animals. Like, wait a minute. You said this came from an animal to a human, right? So there's so much, you know, we, we can get into the rabbit's hole of, of where it came from, but. Rabbits have it too? Fucking great. Every day I see a rabbit. Mr. Bun Bun lives outside. <laughs> but that's why he's lingering. He's waiting to give me the COVID. That's, you think so? Not for yeah. sure. Now that I know, he's out there with his little uh, bow tie on waiting for me. Mr. Bun Bun. Uh, I knew it. So we have this world we're living in where there is, there's a lot of judgment being thrown out there. And yeah. <laughs> we've discussed it. How do we, what's, what do you, what do you think is our solution to this? I mean, keep everyone locked up for as long as possible <laughs> and take away Facebook. I think that is the best way possible because we can't handle each other. And back when we didn't have Facebook, we talked to be about each other behind closed doors when we were getting our hair did. So yeah. I think that's the best solution. If we can well, get our and guess what? We're not talking about each other. So, no. Again, I think it comes back to think about, oh my gosh, I sound like, so I went to a Catholic school growing up and I totally, I wanted to be a nun. We talked about this, I think. Um, so now I sound like Sister Antoniel. Rest her soul. <laughs> um, but and that's who I sound like. Just think about how you would want people to talk about you and that self-reflection. Like, you know that what you're doing out there is not always perfect. Mm -hmm. And how people perceive what the shit that you're doing is not perfect. Okay. So I know. Oh, gosh. I hope a cop's not listening to this. I know sometimes I roll through a stop sign because nobody ever comes through that intersection. Okay. Yeah. But I know that that person who lives at that house is like that stupid bitch just rolled through that stop sign again. Yeah. And if I ever see her, I'm going to report her. But that same person who lives there, because it's the same neighborhood, probably rolls through that stop sign too when they're rolling home with their groceries because they also know that no one. No one sits there and watches and that there's really no one ever there. Every once in a while, there might be a kiddo and you're watching out for them, but that's happening. Okay. So if you know that and you know that you don't want that person saying that about you, why are you putting that energy out there? Don't put that energy out there. So I don't know. Just think about, think about what, what you're putting out there is going to bounce back on you. It's going to come back. So if I don't want someone accosting me or coming up to me and saying, why aren't you wearing that mask? Then I'm not going to jump up to someone and say the same thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, I found myself, and this is just my way, the way that, that I'll realize, you know, what, what I'm doing. I'm, I'm very much, much more aware now more than ever of, of things I say and, and how I act and react. Cause I was a, like, for example, and I'll use one example of being, you know, on the road and somebody cuts you off and, you know, That's I would. a better example. I should have done that instead of a stop sign. <laughs> not really a bad driver. Oh, God. No, I believe it not. I've seen you drive. But you know that person, like you get, you get cut off. And for me, like I was an absolute lunatic 
behind the wheel at one point. And you would cut me off and I would do things that we can't even repeat on air, but, or shouldn't. But now it's like, I will catch myself. Mother, that son of a, and, you know, and I'll get upset. But like, wait a minute, Matt, you never cut somebody off before. You know, you never slammed me on the brakes. Uh, you never, you know, weren't paying attention and, you know, pulled out of a parking space and, oh, you know, you asshole that. I, no, you know, my wife did just the other day. I was getting ready to, I'm like, son of a bitch was coming. She's like, you weren't paying attention. Like, all right, maybe I wasn't, right? So yeah, a level of awareness is is absolutely necessary to not be judgmental in, in having a higher level, being more self-aware of just our, our faults. And the reality is most of the time, most of the things that we judge people for, we have done ourselves. Maybe not in the same capacity, but similar scenario, right? You've never gotten upset with someone. You've never flipped anyone off. You've never, um, you know, said something not so nice about another individual. Like, you know, I'm not a gossiper, but I, I guarantee there have been times where I might have just said something that, you know, or engaged in gossip, right? Or something along those lines. So, Whenever I now, whenever I'm doing something or I find myself being judgmental because I'm so aware and I want to just be in a better individual, I want to be a better person. I want to be this, not that I want to be righteous and, but I want to always see things, try to see things from somebody else's point of view. What walk a mile in their shoes, right? What is that person going through, right? The person that you're, that you're talking about who isn't wearing a mask and they, they have no, they, you can tell they're walking around, they don't have any intention. But you don't know. Maybe that person's already dealt with so much. Like, I don't give a shit if, if a virus is going to kill me. And that's not, they're not, and they could not not be thinking of other people as much as they are like, one, it could be, again, their beliefs. They don't believe this. They don't this. And then maybe they haven't been affected by it, whatever. You know, we just don't know mm -hmm. what that other person. And some people would sit on the other side of would sit there and say, it doesn't matter if they've been through this or that. It's other people. It's, it's, you got to think about, other, you know, they're being selfish or they're being that. And we can go on and on about who's right. Um, the reality is yeah. no, none of us know. Yeah. What is right. Right. We could be yeah. five years from now and be like, oh, the masks were completely pointless, but we were sheep and we were told, yes, we've got to wear a mask. Okay. I'm going to go wear my mask. Right. Well, yeah. How many times, look in the, in the history books at how many times people did something because they thought it was what you had to do. And then you found out later that it was completely ineffectual. So yeah, tons of times. So we've got this judgment. Let's, we want to talk about judgments and biases. And mm -hmm. is it the biases that are driving the judgments? It could be. Yeah. Could be what's driving people to make those those judgments. So what really lies in inside what you you know the beliefs, the biases that you already have, um, that could be driving you forward to make that that decision and and therefore act on it or or choose to say the things, do the things that you're doing, based on how you were raised, based on experiences that you've had. And again, those stories and and what your experiences are create you so obviously you take that with you that's your little your tool belt your knapsack your book bag whatever you want to call it we carry that everywhere and but we don't know what that other person is carrying so and if you don't want them to open that up on you then 
be cautious, tread lightly. And same for when you're going to post something. If you don't know what your friends out there, oh, I have 200 friends, I have 5,000 friends, and you don't know what's in their backpack, and you don't, aren't willing to deal with their comments and what's going to come back when you post something thinking you're self-righteous and what you're saying, and that they're all going to grab that and say, yeah, you're right. Uh, thanks for leading the fight for us. Then be aware of what words you're using and what you're saying when you're putting that that judgment out there that you're putting on people in general. And be careful when you're labeling people, people who do something. Um, I, am I always try to be very cognizant of when I'm using that language. And I really try not to use that because to put people all in a pot together of people who um, usually is pretty inaccurate. So like... Mm -hmm. People who go to a certain concert, uh, people who go to country concerts, um, they're all right there. Cowboy boots. Um, not really. I went to a bunch of country concerts last summer. I didn't wear any cowboy boots ever. Are people who go to country concerts get really, really drunk? Not necessarily. Some go and really enjoy the music and don't drink at all. So just be careful when you're making those blanket statements because you can really offend people who don't fall into that into that pot that you're trying to put them in. Yeah. I I think biases drive so much. And I think people's bias comes from a one, I think it's it usually stems from a lack of, of understanding, right? Yeah. It, you're very dead set on your beliefs, this, that, and, and you're just not willing to bend. It's closed-minded and versus, you know, the other side, which, which I tend to be, you know, sometimes to a fault is always trying to see some other, except for when I'm angry that I only see my own, but always trying to see the other side of the coin, right. And, and trying to say, okay, well, where did this come from? And I'll always try and keep that open mind about situations. There are some things that are, there's some things in very limited that I'm just like, mm, ain't happening, right? You're not going to change my mind on that. I'm set. So is, am I going to get an argument over it? Not necessarily, but we do hold very tight to our, our beliefs yeah. and our biases. And in a sense, really, what are they? There's, there's fact. And then there's, there's non-fact, right? So if it's not fact, you can't argue facts, right? You can't argue numbers. One plus one is two, right? So you can't argue facts that have been everything else is left open for interpretation. And that is where we do get this, you know, there's nothing that's proven. And let's continue on with what we're discussing about. And masks is, that's a very, that's a big one, right? That's probably the biggest that, that I've seen anyway about, you know, judgments that are going on. Yeah. And the thing is that I, as I get older, um, mm -hmm. find the, wiser, we don't get older. We just get wiser. Thank you. Yeah. As I get wiser by the moment, I really like when I can have a conversation with someone where we respect our differences and biases and opinions and don't have to leave the conversation agreeing mm -hmm. because that shows mutual respect between me and the other person. And I find I have more respect for those people 
than I do for almost anyone else because it shows that we're both willing to listen and honor one another. And I have some of my, some of my best friendships have come from those people where we've really, really challenged each other. And then at the end of it can say, I really hear what you're saying. And I really respect everything that that's coming out of your mouth. And I, I we can still disagree. I, I didn't have that experience that you had and we can still be friends because that was a completely different experience from anything that I've had. Um, and that's really, really tough for a lot of people because a lot of people think I need to leave the conversation with you agreeing with me and agreeing with all of the experiences that I've had. I, my life has not been that long. Why would you agree with 35 years of my experience? You don't have to. It's been different than your experience, whether that be 25 years, six years, 75 years. So if you don't agree with that, fantastic. Tell me. Let's talk about it. And then at the end of it, if we disagree, cool. That's great. Because it, it was different. It was different. You might have grown up on it. You might have grown up on the same street similar house and had a completely different experience. So I, again, for me to judge that would be small-minded, close-minded, closing myself off to my experience with you where I can learn from you and challenge my own self and willingness to learn. Yeah. What you just, the, the whole scenario you just, painted about the about you being able to have a discussion and and have an actual debate maybe or a discussion however you want to word it and actually be civil with another human being um and agree to disagree versus going and what we're seeing a lot of is passing judgment shooting your bias on on to to the world and sending that negative energy out there and just it perpetuates more of it right it'd be nice if then that post was like this is how i feel i do understand or try, I'd love to see this person's point of view, right? It's not, it's never that. It's so-and-so, I saw this person, I can't believe it. They're, you know, completely disrespectful. And so, and it's just crazy. I'm at this point in this book, and if you don't mind, I'll read a little bit of it. So it's yeah. called The Happiness Trap. And so they're talking about, in the, the book, he's talking about diffusing negative thoughts and control strategies and diffusion is more of an acceptance strategy. And so they're talking about, you know, wasting energy on, on trying to change, avoid or anything like that. So rather than, you know, wasting your energy on trying to change the individual with a mask, for example. So they, they give, it gives the analogy of imagine you live in a small country that shares a border with a hostile neighbor, longstanding tension between two countries, neighboring country has a different religion, different political system. And your country sees that as a major threat. There are three possible scenarios uh, for your country that can relate to its neighbor. The first one is war, or in this case, the first one is you bashing that other individual and, and going to war with this person, right? Mm-hmm. Your country attacks, the other one retaliates, going back to our conversation on relationships of one voice getting louder and louder. And as both countries get pulled together, uh, people of both nations suffer, right? So yeah. as, that, as those tensions escalate, people's feelings get hurt. You hurt on the, you say things that you might, you know what I mean? In, in that example that you would wish that you didn't say and think of any major war and the huge, huge costs associated or involved 
in terms of life, money, and well-being, right? The only people that ever benefit from war are the people that rebuild the countries in, in the defense uh, departments. That's it. The only people that, without getting too political. Another scenario, better than the first, but still far from satisfactory, is the temporary truce, right? Both countries agree to cease fire, but there's no reconciliation. Resentment seethes uh, beneath the surface. Uh, think of India and Pakistan, they said, uh, with the threat of nuclear war and hostility, right? And so that is, um, you know, just kind of turning the blind eye and, and thinking that everything's going to go away. But inside, so rather than saying it, you're feeling it and your temper is kind of going and building up. And then the third is genuine peace. You acknowledge your differences and allow them just to be. This doesn't get rid of the other country, nor does it necessarily mean you like it or even want it there nor does it mean you approve of its politics or religion. But because you're no longer at war, you can now use your money and resources to build the infrastructure of your own country. So uh, that saying that, you know, is that, you know, that is the third scenario. Peace represents acceptance. Uh, you don't have to like the other country or approve of it being there, convert to its religion, or learn to speak its language. You simply make peace with them. You acknowledge your differences, and you give up trying to change their politics and you focus your efforts, here we go, focus your efforts on making your own country a better place to live in. It's the same when you truly accept your uncomfortable thoughts and feelings. So that's really what that was leaning toward. You don't have to like them, want them, or approve of them. You simply make peace with them and let them be. This leaves you free to focus your energy on taking action, action that moves you and your life forward in the direction that you value. So when you had said that about you know you and your friends agreeing to disagree, right? you've come to that peace. I accept yeah. and respect yours. You accept and respect mine. I'm not going to waste my energy trying to convince you of this. I'm mm -hmm. just going to take that and try and move and improve myself and move myself forward. And I think if we all did that a little bit more, rather than throwing that judgment or going to war, to use the, the, the analogy in the book, right, and use that energy just to fight the negative, right, we don't get anywhere. Right. What two countries that have ever gone to war have ever ended up liking each other? They don't. Or what impact do you make? You don't, you don't change that other country. The country that was taken over or won is never like, thank goodness they came over because they really made a great impact. They, they really changed things for the better. No, they end up resenting and then they usually end up fighting back and trying to take back their country. Or, you know, it's, it doesn't work. Or what friend who's ever spoken over you disrespected you at a party because they come in and they try to put their opinion on you. You never leave that party like, you know what, they made a really great point. Like if you're a Democrat and a Republican comes in and this is just for example, this is not me saying that I'm a Democrat, but when, when that happens and that conversation is over, you're like, you know what, I really think that that Republican made a great point at the party. I really appreciate their um, that conversation because when they were yelling at me about all their points and what what a great job they're doing you know i got some really great insight whereas if it was a conversation back and forth you can say you know what that republican made some really good points and i really appreciate that insight and the fact that they brought facts to the table now i can take that back and understand and accept some of the things that are happening exactly what you were saying yeah i think what we're what we're driving home here just from the uh the example that you had brought uh to the forefront about you know you and the friend and the disagreements and agreeing to disagree and, and the, the analogy that that just was completely perfect based on your story of the the three scenarios and, and the peace being the one that, that is just going to lead to better results
And if we're looking at how do we, and we're trying to solve this, this judgment, uh, very heavy judgment environment that we're in right now, I think the answer is that it's, it's be willing to accept, uh, another person's point of view, right? Have the open mind. Don't be so close-minded. Don't think that you're right. I wrote, and this stems from uh, wanting to be right, right? That's where your bias and your judgment comes from. You're wanting to be right versus, and this is, you know, from my leadership training there is, is doing what's right. And it's very difficult. So many of us want to be right versus doing what's right. And maybe I, I may, I, I, I'll use myself as an example. I think I know people that have passed from this, not, not directly, but indirectly many, uh, more than you know, almost five people through indirect, um, uh, relationships that have struggled. I know people that have had it. I'm not discounting my, my, and I get in arguments with my sister and, and my, uh, about it. She's a nurse and I get it. This is real, but I don't know how much more real than uh, how much more deadly it's going to be than, than, than the flu. I, I could be absolutely wrong. could be completely wrong, right? But I'm going to do what's right right now, which is put a mask on while I'm in public, right? Because that's what right now is the right thing to do. I don't, I don't need to be right, right? I'm going to do what's right. Uh, I think that, you know, I'd love to be able to walk out, you know, but I also understand that, you know, there could be a 65-year-old woman or a 75-year-old woman out there, and I don't know that I have it, right? So I understand that. I don't, what I don't know. I don't know that I have, if I have the coronavirus, right? I, I just don't know that. So if I don't know, I'm, I'm going to do the right thing. And the right thing right now is to put my stick and mask on as much as I think it's a different, it's like a, a parallel or different universe that we live in walking around Wegmans. Uh, we're all in masks and we can't see each other. We just see eyelids and shit like that. But I'm going to do what's right. That's it. That's all we see. And again, most people got hats on. So you just see this, right? And that's it. And, 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 and so that's where I think if you cough in your mask, cause people still get nervous. Yeah. Which oh, doesn't sure. make sense. But again, could, could, we could be wearing masks for nothing because, you know, they say, I'm Cuomo, I'm not wearing this mask to protect me. I'm wearing, wearing it to protect you. But are you right? If it can't protect this is, and this is again, we'll get into like the, the science behind it. Like if it can't protect me from what you have, why then can it protect the other person from what I might have? Right. I don't, I don't see. It's not like, you know, so if somebody's got the virus, let's just look at this before we'll, we'll guys kind of wrap up this, this idea. Like it's not to protect me. It's to protect you. Okay. So it's being respectful for the other person, but if it can't protect me from a virus that's coming in through the mask, is there something I don't know that's on the inside of the mask that protects what I have from coming out? Science. I, I mean, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed by any means, but I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just going to do what's right. And right now, whether or not I believe it's right, I'm going to wear the mask. Um, I don't have to be be right in this scenario, and I think that that's where you know a lot of our judgment and our bias comes from. Comes from the, the stemming from wanting to be right. I agree. I have someone who is never right, so I 
I'm used to it. So there are plenty of posts about how incorrect I am. So this doesn't come up for me often. So I'm just going to start wearing random things on my face. I'm going to start wearing my slipper and my notebook. And just att start attaching rubber bands to whatever I find and wear that and see what people have to say. And you're just going to start seeing posts about what did Amanda wear on her face? Uh, kumquat, uh, the outer edge of a kumquat on my face. Um, the lining of a kumquat. The lining of a kumquat. And people are going to be like, what the hell is that? And I'm going to be like, do you know how um, uh, repellent kumquat is mm. to COVID? And then all of a sudden, Cuomo is going to be like, people only wear kumquats. You can only wear your kumquat mask out in public from now That's on. It. And then kumquats are going to sell out. People are going to be pissed. And they're going to be like, where did you hear that? Side Monkey Podcast. Can't wait. And and gonna... Only when this comes out in November and then COVID's not around anymore. And I'm going to be the only one wearing a kumquat. Oh, it's going to be on a global scale. There's going to be new kumquat farmers trying to produce these. They're going to be. Oh, those poor kumquat farmers, wherever they are. Wherever they are. I don't know. I apologize, kumquat farmers. Yeah. I don't know where you live. Um, but wherever it is, we support you. What you know, we say here gets put out there on, on a mass uh, platform. So I'm, I'm uh, waiting now for the kumquat masks to be the next. I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be terrible. I don't know. Either we're going to have really clear skin here or we're all going to break out like crazy. There's going to be just bugs climbing in there. It's going to be disgusting. We're all, then you want to talk about zombie apocalypse. It's all going to be oh, torn Those hornet bees that are eating people, they're going to be all in there. The ones that are I, killing I, I did hear about that as well. Yeah, that'll be our next episode. What are we going to do about these freaking hornet bees? Well, they won't come here because it's still freaking snowing. True. True story. It's, it's not so bad, right? Things usually, well, blues live on in the cold. They yeah. die in the heat, right? So why they're less affected in the hotter, warmer climates. But yeah. if they got killer hornets in, in the warmer climates, climates, we might as well move up to Canada in the Yukon. We can't. We're not allowed. Yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the first time in like ever that Canada's like, uh, we're so very sorry, but no, thank you. And I think even if we said please right now, Canada would be like, we're still so very sorry, but no, thank you. And then we'd try to get back over here, and the Americans would be like, no, motherfucker, give me, give another peace bridge. <laughs> Whew. That, that is some, some serious. Uh, fire there today. I knew before going into this episode that, that there was some fire coming out. F-bombs coming that out. That is my impression of the Peace Bridge. Yes. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. Unless you have the Nexus Pass and then it's like beep beep and you go right through. <laughs> Look, it's difficult to get that Nexus Pass. You got to be something. I mean, Do you? I've never tried. So, I mean, yeah. I could kind of dual citizen since my mom's Canadian, but. Yeah, there's no, uh, I'm not getting over there. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, thanks. It's a beautiful country. I'll send pictures. Oh, I've spent my childhood. I used to be up at Shirks and Shores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, from 12 to good, good solid four or five years there. It's wreaked havoc. Wreaked havoc yeah. everywhere I went. So, so mm -hmm. surprised. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, I people. get in Canada, but there's no guarantee that I'm getting older. So, take that for what it is. Um, we, 
How do you think? Do you think we did a good job covering uh, judgment and biases? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> mm. I'm not going to post about it later. Judge us as you may. We'll accept it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can get out and get some sun, man. I'm blending in with this wall behind me. Where the hell did she go? Eyelashes <laughs> and the color of the eyes, and that's in the shirt. But other than that, it's just like you're blending with that wall. Yeah, you won't even be able to see my slipper mask. No, <laughs> I have gone out. I've been out golfing a few times. I I'm outside, but I'm out in the dark. I'm like a little vampire. So. Mm. Yeah, but even when you go to uh, you go for your walks, I see the dog. I mean, you see the light out. So you, it's, it's early though. It's like yeah. seven a.m. So it's like the buildings cover us, okay. and we hide in the shadows. <laughs> I just creep along. <laughs> so yeah, okay. um, yeah. Well, anyways, what do we? How do we finish off? What do we leave with uh, our listeners with about judgment and bias? Don't do it. It's not nice. That's not what the the nuns say. No, that's not it. How many, uh, I don't know that I had any. So I went to Catholic school and there was only one nun that I can remember. And that was Sister Agnes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, are you going to tell us about Sister well, Agnes? Agnes? I mean, that was it. Like you had this, you, you know. don't remember? Oh, see, I wanted to be one. So I, I had you would have wanted Marcella. Who was it? Sister Mar Marcella, Marcella. God, I can't remember. Oh, God. Big guy. <laughs> Shoot me with a lightning bolt, please. Can you send it down real quick? I'm dialing in. Phone a friend. The big guy. <laughs> uh, we need to make these videos available to the public. Um, it would seriously help our, our listenership. I think in viewership, one hundred. Oh goodness! But yeah, anyway, uh, that was the only nun that I that I had was Sister Agnes that I can recall, and I went to Catholic school up until eighth grade, and uh, she used to let us play mumball. Did you ever play mumball? Yeah, you had to yeah. be quiet. Yeah, you had to be quiet, and you threw the little squish ball across. We'd sit on the desks and shit. Yeah, yeah. Was cool. they loved kids being quiet. They were all like, "We have a new game. It's about you not." <laughs> saying a fucking thing okay yeah. god's watching he oh he loves children especially when they're quiet like little lambs that's what they used to always say children really? are quiet like little lambs and you're like i want to be a little lamb <laughs> so yeah and then thumbs up you had to be quiet for a thumbs up too because if you made a sound they'd guess where you were <laughs> like who's gonna guess where i am i'm sitting on my desk being quiet with my thumb in the air and you try not to peek but you'd always look for the shoes like oh yeah you can i see you it was definitely dustin put my thumb down again dustin is always you i called you out dustin what? um but yeah Oh yeah, what what else can we do to be quiet? I know. Let's do confession. So if you did something wrong, God knows, and we'll tell him all about it. Oh, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> I think I was loud during mumble. Yeah, and then you had to go and you had to confess that you were swearing. Yeah, you would have to go to confession for that little f word there. Yeah, I did not swear when I was in second grade, so I was okay. But I'm pretty sure I did confess. Mm -hmm. Um, like, right. I think I don't like my sister. 
Yeah, I was I mean to my parents. Yeah. Yeah, I think I said that. I was oh, mean. Yeah, we all did. Anyways, I have a quote for us today, and it's a very short, simple, and sweet that summarizes what we chatted about today. You ready for it? Coming at you. Yeah, I was born ready for it. Yeah. When you judge another, you do not, you do, ugh. <laughs> do we do like that, like the DJ and they just rewind? If we had that rewind button. Okay. Okay. When you judge another, you do not define them. You define yourself by Wayne Dyer. Yeah. So that was when you judge another, you do not define them. You define yourself by Wayne Dyer. Love that. I had a Wayne Dyer uh, quote that uh, was about judgment as well that I that I had ready. That was I thought we had the same one, but similar. That Wayne. Yeah. Apparently, he judges a lot of people, or no. talks about it a lot. He does not judge. Have you ever listened to him? Uh, no. Who is he? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Who is he? Uh, he is a motivational speaker, personal development. Uh, I think he's one of the better ones out there. Thought leaders, uh, very philosophical. Oh, 10 ways to transform your life, 10 secrets to success and inner peace, wishes fulfilled. He's got a bunch of books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You had me listen to Manifest Your Destiny. I have listened to him. Yeah. I've been manifesting. Can't you tell? If, yeah, definitely. Here it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Things to do. Things to do. Blown away. Yeah, I've listened to him. Oh, it's weird. In one picture, oh, it just looks like a beard. I thought he had a beard, but he doesn't. No, he wears the, the hats a lot. and. Uh, I think one of the I'm books. adding him to my book list. Yeah, do it. Just because I've already got a bunch of books on my list. So, anyways, listeners don't need to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Dyer, got it. Got it. Cool, cool. Well, that's going to just about do it for today's podcast. Um, we've had a few, uh, as much as we try to not be COVID related. It's hard not to be. It's just the present moment. It's the world that we freaking live in right now. Who knows when and where this will end. And we can talk about some, some, I think any topic that we're going to discuss from here on out until uh, for the foreseeable future will somehow some way, shape or form tie into to what's going on right now. Um, and we're going to do our best to, to provide you with as much insight as we can in term in, in terms of, you know, things that, go on in our lives and how they relate and how we can adapt in, in different subject matters that we're going to cover. And um, we're going to do our best to, what? no, man, I, what are we closing up shop? That's it guys. That was the last podcast. We're not getting to 6,000. <laughs> this is why we need to have the, uh, we need to have the, the video available. So I got to figure this shit out. And figure it out so people can not only listen, but they can view us and see. I thought the you did figure that out. I thought last week was supposed to be live. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't do that live. I'm gonna, and then this one, I just, I don't think I. Well, I'll check it out. I'm gonna do my best. That's on my to do list. One, get it out by Friday, right, and not Tuesday, so I don't get yelled at by my social media manager. Yeah, she works really hard on it, from what yeah. I understand. And then uh, to see if I can get the video out. 
I'm trying. Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. You know, I'm like, what was this? Well, well, I mean, we'll talk about this after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Where can they find us, Scrubs? Um, they can find me on Instagram, Sakaski, S-A-K-K-A-S-K-I, or on Facebook, Amanda Scrubski Muldoon. Look me up, add me, ask questions, and where can they find you? Pretty simply, uh, both Facebook and Instagram, Mac Fitness 100. You can also email me, Matthew, or no, I'm sorry, it's wrong email. You did that last week, too. Yeah. One yeah. of my emails is Matthew A, but this is not it. It's Matt at MacFitness100.com. Get it together, Matt. That's what we got for you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our podcast. If you have not already, go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. We would love the shit out of you for it. Um, also, share it out. Let your friends know that uh, they can spend about 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, get some good insight and share a shit ton of laughs with us. So until we see you guys next time, go live your life in abundance. And as always, peace and love. Peace out.